0: Hey everybody! Welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary. Later up, we're going to talk about SmackDown Live and Survivor Series. But first, Raj, who's our special guest today?
1: Today we got Heath. Sl- we got Heath Slater, and we're having some technical difficulties, so uh, we're doing it <laughs> a, doing it a unique way where he's on my speakerphone, but he can hear us. <laughs> 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 Heath, how are you doing? Uh, man,
2: you know, besides the technical uh, difficulties, I'm doing pretty good.
1: So from Monday night raw to uh now you're back you're back home now right Yeah so, I'm in my
2: living room, well dining room right now.
1: So how long does it take to get over that kind of jet lag?
2: It doesn't. I'm just used to it now. Yeah. Walking zombie, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you you got a you got a few days off?
2: Yeah, I don't have to um go back until um raw in Atlanta.
1: Oh, no, okay. Gotcha. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, 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 thanks for joining us. uh really thanks glad to have you. Me. Yeah. So, uh, obviously we want to talk about your new wrestling school, uh, face to face wrestling.com. Uh, how'd you get the idea for that?
2: Eh, you know, every wrestler always has the idea of wanting to have his own school. So pretty much it just came to me when I first walked into my, you know, first school I went to pretty much. It was like, you know, getting to learn the basics, seeing how it's run. And then, uh, one of those things where you know you just you know you just want one yourself someday, like you know <laughs> that's just how it happened with me. Like I always wanted one. That's what it is. I've always wanted one, and uh, now I got one, so I'm happy. Yeah,
1: uh, I definitely want to talk a lot more about it, but I, I definitely got to ask you, your former three oh. mb partner, Jinder Mahal. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Six month title reign came to an end last night. Uh, you lost to AJ Styles on SmackDown Live. Uh, have you had the yeah. chance to watch it?
2: Uh, I didn't get to watch it because, you know, I was traveling and when I got home, I fell asleep around 7 p.m. <laughs> and I woke up at 5 a.m. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it, but I heard about it. And, you know, I mean, hell, WWE champion for six months? Heck yeah. Well, hell, why not? Um, and he lost it a phenomenal one, and as you know, AJ's great, and I'm sure it was an awesome match, and I will watch it. But, um, yeah, it's a damn shame because I was hoping he was going for a year with it.
1: Yeah, were, were you surprised by that?
2: Um, you know, nothing surprises me anymore, if you want me to be honest. With you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, like, no, but then yes, you know. It's like one of those things where... I'm sure the world was surprised and then happy and you know because gender's a great heel, but um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean everything, anything can happen in the WWE, man. That's just how it is. That's what makes it fun and spontaneous and unpredictable. Like, you just never know.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a wild couple of weeks. I mean, today they announced that John Cena is going to be on Team SmackDown. Oh um, goodness! Yeah, <laughs> had you not heard that yet? <laughs>
2: they, they they are stacked.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you being Team Raw, yeah, you were on SmackDown. Uh, you you were drafted. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, last
2: year, last year, me and Rhino was Team Captain for the tag team. Yeah, of yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. Whoa! How how a year can change, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on the 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 rival beat, the rivalry between the two brands? Kind of like uh, behind the scenes. I,
2: I, I think it's exciting as hell. I love it. Competition is great. Um, to me, it's like, uh, they came in their house twice, so, um, I'm ready to go back to SmackDown and knock on their door. Well, not really knock on it, let's just kick the damn thing down and walk in and just start swinging some fists, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's how we all feel right now. That's why we all were ready on Monday, but, uh, it's just like, you know, SmackDown gave me a chance, gave me an opportunity. I didn't get drafted. I was a free agent. <laughs> they gave me that chance, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I like SmackDown a little bit, but uh, I am bleeding red now. So, it's one of those things where thanks <laughs> for the opportunity, but now I'm over here, and you want to come and just walk into our house and just beat us all up? Nah, that ain't gonna happen. You know, we're gonna come back at you.
0: <laughs> so I'm not sure if Heath could hear me, no. nah, uh, still. But Raj, yeah, yeah, can you, can yeah. you hear Glenn? No, I think I might not. Okay, uh, why don't, uh, we oh, asked okay. you how that storyline came about last year because I thought that was the okay. best storyline.
1: So Glenn is asking yeah. Glenn is asking how that storyline came about last year. With, you mean the free, the free agent? Free one? agent,
2: yeah. The, the free oh, agent. Yeah. How did it come about? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> it was just one of those things where uh, they, let, they let me know at the very, 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 very last second. And I just was like, "Well, this is an opportunity." And I'm one of those guys that likes to, uh, you know, they give me an inch, I like to take a mile. And I'll do whatever I need to, to you know, try to get the people with me and behind me, if it's yelling at me and booing me or cheering me and loving me. you know, it's just the uh, entertainment value of it. But uh, uh, I have really like, I want to say someone. That helped me out along the ways, you know, some of the agents uh, probably pitched that idea and knew that I'd make it good. I don't know. That's what I'm guessing and that's what I kind of heard. But uh, it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, it was fun to do and I really enjoyed it. And it was like one of those little moments I could put in my books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was a it was a lot of damn fun if you want me to be honest. I really wish it would have went longer. You know, just hit, <laughs> interrupting everything, being a little unpredictable rebel. I mean, shit, that's that's a lot of fun, being honest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So how was that? Uh, well, real quick, we're, I'm going to try a couple tech hacks. Glenn, can you say something? Yeah,
0: actually, I've uh, so with that. I can hear
1: you. Okay, so I'm sticking okay. my microphone to my. Okay, how
0: about me, Heath? Can so? you can you hear me now? We got a hack? I
2: can hear you, but you sound
0: very far away. Okay, I'll speak in the mic. So, what I mean, how did that feel when it's SummerSlam last year, people were chanting, we want Slater. You found yourself in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Uh, today, uh-huh. it looks like the only member of 3MB uh, to face off against him. Um, I mean, just did it go – was it bigger than you ever thought it would be by the time you and Rhino actually won the SmackDown belts?
2: Um, I mean, like I said, you know how it's all unpredictable and you just never know. Yeah, but it was just one of those things that if if the people were on my side, I'm gonna be with them, you know. And I think it was one of those things how I mean, I mean, hell, man, I've been signed for eleven years, so I've been around the block more than five times, and uh, it's one of those things where I think that. Um, over the years, they saw me, you know, get beat, 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 beat and all this stuff. But it's like they, they got sympathy for me. And they were like, you know what? you Because know, they, they meet me out in public. And, I mean, I'm just like everyone else, man. I'm a nice guy. I like to, you know, say hello to everyone. I'm a people person. But uh, I think they just had sympathy for me, man. And they were like, oh, no. Not Slater. Come on. <laughs> and then. And then with me being that, you know, busting out and just acting, you know, rebellious and stuff and being like cool with it a little bit. And the people were like, yeah, Slater, we love you. I mean, it was awesome. It was a great feeling. There ain't no better feeling. I wish I can do it again.
1: It does seem like... Whenever they put you in something like that, in a storyline, whether it's with, you know, teaming with Rhino or the the Social Outcast or 3MB, it gets over. Like, the fans love it. It's really entertaining. Uh, and honestly, this is what you got to do. Whatever you get, you do the best damn
2: way possible to make it work. That's what you do. And I mean, so- shoot, I, I was in a band. I, didn't even, I can't even play an instrument, you know? <laughs> but... But you you, you live it, you believe it, you have fun with it. And if the people's enjoying it, that's what really matters, man. I mean, they're the ones that come to the show. They're the ones that watch it. They're the ones that pay good money, you know, for merchandise and stuff. And if I can honestly say with the people being like, oh, I remember you in Nexus. I remember you in NXT. I remember you in Core, 3 O P, p you know, like all these things. You know, when you wrestle the legends, blah, 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 blah. Like moments. Moments is what it's about. It's about those moments,
1: to yeah. me anyway. Absolutely. And uh, kind of going with that, uh, with your wrestling school, Uh and, is that something that's really stressed is how important it is to uh, work on your character and, and to be a character? Oh well, hell yeah. Bro, I, I want to teach the total package.
2: You know, I want you to be able to go out there and cut a promo on anything, I want you to be able to have a gimmick that you're comfortable with and you can make it work. I want you to learn every daggone thing that you can possibly learn because I'm still learning also. But I got a lot that I've learned that I can teach. So it's one of those things where like I'm trying to always like get the best out of whoever walks in that school, period. That's just the bottom line. And I'm the type of guy that shoots from the hip and um, you know you gotta have tough skin in the business. So if you're doing something wrong, just take good, you know, criticism because I'll let you know if you are. You know, like I don't I don't want anyone to uh, keep doing something wrong and then they get in habit with it and next thing you know they keep doing it but it's the wrong way of doing it. Like, I mean, you gotta have thick skin in the business. I wanna make sure everyone can get ready for NXT. And WWE and all of that stuff, you know, if you're not ready to go there or not picked up, I can make sure I can give you some pointers and help you out if you want to come to face to face.
0: Yeah.
1: And and, uh, fans have really gotten to see a lot of your journey as far as, uh, you know, the, the nexus. Obviously, I'm sure you get questions about that every day. Uh, be, oh, yeah. NXT before that, um, and, and just the
2: foundation, baby. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Well, where where was your original training? Was it? I mean, it was before NXT. Atlanta, it
2: was Atlanta, Georgia, with Mr. Hughes.
1: Mr. Hughes, and and he's yeah, he's man. helping out with he's your current school, right?
2: Yes, he is. It's like full circle. Yeah,
1: that's wild, yeah. And, and it's kind of crazy. So, how how was it training with Mr. Hughes in Atlanta?
2: I mean, back when I was a young kid and didn't know anything, it was the best thing in the world. I mean, still I have good memories, you know. I don't have anything bad to say about him. He always did me good. He always helped me out from I mean, hell. He's at the school now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's just one of those things where uh, he's always done good with me. So he's taught me the road. He took me on the road. He's the first guy I ever went on the road with. Um, he really took me underneath his wing and helped me as much as he could until I got called up to the farm leagues because uh, man, I, was, I was on the innings for like two years, and. I got called up, and I was in Deep South, and then to you know FCW, and then NXT season one on television, and Nexus Core, and there you go.
1: (laughs) We've talked to uh, you know some of the other Nexus members. Uh, Sound like you guys really had (laughs) you guys really had no idea uh, what was happening from show to show.
2: Hell no, had no idea. (laughs) yeah and literally dude. Literally, you can sit back and watch that season again and <laughs> I, I i just laugh i mean it's one of those things where i'm just like we had no clue no clue what was going on nothing and it's just one of those things where you just you had to act live you had to just go for it i mean <laughs> it, it was wild man and you're on national television
1: yeah and i have to have i have to ask about the nexus angle or people are going to get pissed um <sighs> And So that day you guys the day before you had no idea that was coming. Nope.
2: We all thought we were getting fired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what is it what is that in, in, internal reaction like? What are what's your feeling inside when you think you're getting fired and then they tell you uh what's happening that night? I mean I mean it was one of those things like you talking about the night of Nexus like Miami?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Man, we got there too waited around not, I mean, we, we had no idea what the hell was going on like like we were just blinded. and then we all went to vince's office and uh he pretty much told us you know um you guys are gonna be a stable uh, every one of you you know you're a young talent you're gonna come in like a gang and destroy everything so we're all looking around like what the hell is he talking about right now and then He'd say, well, I want you to destroy the people in the ring. I want you to destroy the ring. I want you to just, you know, do everything. And pretty much make sure, like, a bob went off in there for you. You know, like, kaboom. Here we are. Ta-da. <laughs> so, uh, pretty much, we went down there and beat the hell out of everyone. I mean, including the announcers, the refs, the <laughs> anyone we saw. And uh, we had fun doing it. And, Man, it was some fun times, man. The people, oh my gosh, they hated us. Oh, it was like, you know, you have your rebel crowds, you know, the ones that love the bad guys and the hills and all this. But my gosh, like, I felt like, like, I, I was getting, like, food and drinks thrown at me when we would in <laughs> the crowd. I mean, it was like, yes, they hate
1: us. Yeah, it was one of those, like, I feel like there's been, like, five shock and chaos moments you know this decade where it's just completely nuts no one has any idea what's going on and that's near you know near the top if not at the top it was just no one saw it coming it was just insane Uh, like 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 you just said no one saw it coming
2: and we didn't even see it coming like had no idea and then we had to wear these armbands around everywhere we went outside you know the gyms the airports only time we got to take that thing off is when we came home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just, uh, man, it was a good moment. Like I said, moments, man. It's about moments. It yeah. was just so much fun, and it, it, yeah, it put us all on the map. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. It's it's crazy that that was seven years ago now, right? Man.
2: Mm, maybe going on eight, but yeah,
1: yeah, two thousand
2: ten. Jeez.
1: Yeah, seven years. Yeah, that's crazy. It feels like it doesn't feel like that long ago. I
2: know. The reunion <laughs> would be great if it could happen. <laughs> yeah, twenty
1: fifth anniversary would be a good spot for it. <laughs> uh, holy hell! I think about that. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Uh, uh, you also got Ron Simmons, uh, Jazz, Teddy Long, all these, oh, all yeah, these greats. Like, let's some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like going mean? just, just back and forth. It's very chaotic. Yeah, it's, it's
2: okay. I can play <laughs> so, so, uh, but no, yeah, the school is amazing. We got two rings that that are you know brand new. Um, we're gonna be running shows. We are running shows, you know, stuff like that. Um, we got Teddy Long is working hand to hand with me and Richard. I mean, he's he's wonderful. Always been wonderful. He was Teddy Long was good to me back when I first started because I met him, went through Mister Hughes and Rocky King and guys like that. Back when I started in Atlanta. And Teddy, since the first day I met him, has been a, a saint, a good soul, just a good man. And he's always told me right from wrong. He's always helped me, and now he's helped me school. And it's amazing because he's just, he's legit done it all. He's, you know, set up rings, took down rings, referee, managed, general manager. You know, just, he's like a book of knowledge and been around for years after years after years. So he has like so much to give. And then Mr. Hughes is, you know, head trainer with it and everything. And he's teaching everybody, you know, the right way to do things. Just like he taught me. We have Ron Simmons coming in. We have jazz helping out. I mean, we got over a hundred and some years of knowledge
1: that you can come in and get. Yeah, absolutely. Um well, oh, and and so face to face wrestling uh, When are classes? How how can people sign up?
2: Uh, you can honestly go to face to face and it tells you everything. <laughs> Just remember remember the website. Go there; it has everything on there.
1: And that's face two, the number two face face All right, the number two, yes,
2: number two. Right. face wrestling
1: Gotcha. And so we're getting a lot of questions here in the chat, a lot of questions about Southpaw regional wrestling. Uh, (laughs) Pelvis Wesley uh, appearing on Raw. Watch out now, man. I'm coming through. (laughs)
2: Chicken Paul, man.
1: Was that that something you created? Pelvis Wesley?
2: This is what happened. That Southpaw was like a year in the making. You know, like like the dot-com crew, Dustin and Brian, they're, they're wonderful, two guys I love to death, And they are so much fun to work with. And uh, it was like they they just wanted to do it, you know, just have fun with it. You know, let's live, relive the 80s and all that stuff. So next thing you know, you know, a year after they just mentioned it to me, um, I guess it got approved. So me and Connor from Ascension um, went to Graceland. And we went to see everything you can see about Elvis when we were in uh, Memphis. So after that, um, it was one of those things where they were like, "Yeah, we got approved to do Southpaw. I'm like, yes, I want to be like an Elvis character. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, okay, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm just going to mock Elvis and shake my hips a lot. (laughs) So uh, that's that's pretty much how impressive Pelvis Wesley came involved like with Southpaw because they asked me what my name would be and it was like I just said impressive Pelvis and they're like Wesley I'm like yeah let's do that you know (laughs) so it was just you know just fun I mean that's oh my gosh it's so much fun to do too just you know having fun acting like a fool
1: (laughs) (laughs) has there been talk about oh sorry go ahead. No, I don't. go ahead. I was gonna say, has there been talk about, you know, maybe spoofing other eras, like doing like Southpaw wrestling from the fifties or the sixties, you know, Ooh. or you know, or extreme Southpaw wrestling from the nineties, you know? Try. I, yeah, I have
2: no, not yet, anyway. But I'm <laughs> sure, you know, if we can get it out there, it might happen.
1: <laughs>
2: you never know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah that,
2: that's that's a lot of fun to do. You, I can tell you right now, we all have fun doing that. Yeah,
1: it looked like it. It, it was uh, it was one of the... I mean, it just took off. It was one of those organic oh, things yeah. that just, just flew on the internet. <laughs> uh, I'm glad everyone's enjoying it. <laughs> um, do you keep in touch with Jinder uh, and Drew much uh, right now since they're both different brands and, you know, uh, Drew and NXT?
2: Oh, well, I mean, yeah, we text each other and everything, you know, like here, like here and there. But, I mean, it's not like... We talk to each other every day, but, you know, it's like every time we talk, we just pick up,
1: you know, it's like we never left off type deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, we ran the
2: Rose together for two years straight and just became real close. And You know, I love him to death and everything, but Drew's back killing it. Ginger's back killing it still, you know what I mean? And something's going to happen where he gets another shot, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's just one of those things that I'm just happy for him, man. Like, I'm really genuinely
1: happy for it. Yeah, that's great. Let's see. uh, There's a couple more questions here. Um, Someone's asking, what's your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? In my career? Uh, I I think of all time. If you had to pick a Mount Rushmore of wrestling, who who would you put on it?
2: Like four people. Four people. Yeah, just throw the horsemen up there, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I mean they they, as a machine, they were wonderful. But my Mount Rushmore. Um I would probably put Flair, Sean, Sting Oh man, this fourth was hard. <laughs> it is. So it was probably Dr. Tom Pritchard or Arn Anderson. Yeah, And then one of them. How about I just do like a two-face character, but half and half, <laughs> 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 just, just because they're both wonderful and they helped me out a lot and still do, and they were amazing in in ring competitors, like as you know, in the ring psychology, everything. They were wonderful. Yeah. You know, that would probably be mine. Who would be yours?
1: Me? Oh, geez. Yeah. Mine would probably be. Uh, I was a big WWF guy uh, in the 80s, so it'd probably be Hogan, yeah. Savage, Flair, and uh, Austin.
2: Of course, yeah. I mean, those are amazing, too. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, you, mean, you
1: can't you, answer wrong, I guess.
2: <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you got, you know, you, they're great in their own ways, Of you know. While we were kids, while we met them growing up, you know, just all of that. And it's just one of those things where, like, you can ask a million people that, and they are going to have different answers.
1: Absolutely. And and what's been your your favorite match in WWE?
2: Favorite ever?
1: Yeah. (sighs) Oh.
2: Three off the top of my head. SummerSlam, Nexus versus WWE, which we should have won. Um... Mine and Rhino's match with the Usos when we won the title, just because the storyline was good, the people were behind it, and it was like a the roof blew off when we won, and it was such a like chill butt moment. Yeah. And then probably probably the Money in the Bank when I was in, just because I've always wanted to be in another one and I haven't. And I just love climbing ladders and doing crazy stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, uh, I would, yeah, probably those three.
1: Yeah.
2: But, man, I haven't watched them back in I don't know how long. Yeah. I should do
1: that. Uh, some people are mentioning how you and Ryan are killing it on SmackDown. When do we get to see more of you guys on, on Raw? I think people want to see that.
2: <laughs> sure, tell them I'd like to see it too. <laughs> 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 I don't control it. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. And and you mentioned tra- traveling with uh, Jinder and Drew when when you were working with them. Do you do you travel with Rhino right now a lot, or who do you yeah, usually travel
2: do, with? actually? Yeah, he's a, he's a road warrior, man. He's uh, always wants to drive, always wants to you know um, drive all the way. Like he's like a night out. Yeah. Um, you know, we we watched some documentaries together. But he's he's one hell of a guy, man. Great dude.
1: Yeah, and and like, what uh, yeah. was that something that kind of happened organically with uh, with you and him when that started? Or was it was it kind of the plan? Was you know for you guys to become a tag team when you were doing uh, I, the free agent stuff? I, I,
2: yeah, I didn't know until the day of. Wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had I had no idea. <laughs> I
1: mean
2: it's like we find out you know just a few hours before you guys, the fans and everything. So it's like we don't know.
1: Yeah. Someone's yeah. uh, a question about your school. Or how many of your kids are you training at your pro wrestling school? <laughs>
2: right. Like right now, I mean we, we have kids coming in at the end of November, December, and then like four signing up next like next year. So right now we have I think like six in there, you know, doing their thing. But we're gonna shoot have, you know, I don't know, twelve, thirteen by the start of next year or something like that. Wow. Uh, So it's it's going, but I mean, you know, it it always starts out slow, and then you got to get it, you know, noticed and have people hear about it. And then when they hear about it, they get interested. And when they get interested, they might want to do it. Right. And so it's just one of those things. Remember, face two, the number two, face, dot com.
1: (laughs) Number two. And and, and what's what's the address?
2: I don't know. You have to ask for that. <laughs> Here, I could <can> get... <laughs> off the top of my head, I don't have it. But, let me, you know these things called the GPS? They can get you yeah. everywhere.
1: <laughs> let me see if it's... It's, a, it's in Atlanta. But, uh, it's in
2: Atlanta, yes.
1: So you can contact NHS them through their the, website. It's on the
2: top of my head,
1: no idea. Gotcha. Yeah, you can contact them through their website if you're interested. In, all the plans are there. Different phases. Um, yeah, it's got to be... It's got to be exciting. Is it tough? Like uh, balancing uh, the crazy travel with WWE and and this.
2: Yeah, but I'm always up for challenges, so I'm ready for it. I'm ready to have fun with it. Yeah. So you know, just let's let's do it.
1: So <laughs> someone's asking how many kids you got. <laughs> I got, I got a, too many actually. Uh, if you talk about Heath Slater. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but Heath Miller has two beautiful girls.
1: Oh, congrats!
2: Nice. Yeah, I got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. 5 year old is a daddy's princess. That is, you know, going to get me in trouble if any boys break her heart. And then <laughs> uh, I got my three-year-old. Her name's Remedy, and she is like the next Ronda Rousey. She is just she is dynamite, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dynamite. <Nice. laughs> she's. she's yeah,
1: she's tougher than I am, being honest. Yeah, uh, that's always great. My my daughters are six and eight; they're really close in age too. So it's really oh, yeah. that's such an awesome age spread with that. It is.
2: It is. Those two years are
1: great. Yeah, and thanks to James, he's pointing out the address is three two zero one Atlanta Industrial Parkway Northwest in Atlanta for for face to face wrestling. Um, man, I really appreciate. I know you you've got a you just got back from the UK tour. Um, yeah. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time this morning to speak with us. No,
2: oh, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's, it's been fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we'd love to have you on again. Again, everyone, face-to-face wrestling.com. You live in the Atlanta area. You feel like moving out there. Check this out. Be trained by a current WWE superstar and who's been through it all. Uh, <laughs> man, well, well, take care. We really appreciate it. Uh,
2: yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on down. So thank you so much, buddy. All
1: right, man. Take care. Bye.
0: All right.
1: on. Awesome, man. Oh, yeah, man. He's a uh, Heath Slater, uh, really underrated performer. I think. Oh, and absolutely. Is, like, like I was mentioning, everything he does is entertaining. You know, every group he's been in, um, he's just uh, he's awesome. No, you know, at 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 really capitalizing on you know his, the the time whenever he's on TV
0: absolutely and and, you know really what's remarkable about his storyline last year is when's the last time we got that much motivation and development outside of the ring from a wwe superstar you know almost an unprecedented level last year and i think uh he's one of those guys you know that i think uh even if he wasn't if he decided to retire from the ring i think he would have a career in acting and performing because i think he's just so captivating on screen absolutely yeah man definitely
1: check that out i mean and, and you know as far as being, uh, you know, wrestling training, there's obviously the moves and everything, learning how to take bumps and everything correctly, but also, you know, the character and and learning from a dude like that, you know, that uh, uh, that's huge. So face-to-face wrestling.com, the number two.
0: Yeah, man. So lots to talk about with SmackDown last night. And Holy crap, Series.
1: there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> like, Jesus, Survivor what? Series. It's just what chaos right what's now. Going
0: on? Like, what's going on right now? Is this, like, did they pull the emergency brake and just say, hey... We gotta, we gotta build this up a little bit more. Something's up. Yeah. Something's up. Very weird. So uh, we said it wasn't gonna happen, folks. Me, Raj, Justin Labar, we're all incorrect because we said there's no way AJ Styles is gonna We be didn't, say no, we we didn't say, say no way. We didn't say no way. It's highly unlikely.
1: No, we just said the way they were doing it, yes. it didn't seem like it.
0: It was a surprise last night that AJ Styles beat Jinder Mahal and AJ Styles will be facing Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. AJ Styles, 5'8", versus Brock Lesnar, 6'3", at Survivor Series. I
1: just get the feeling like Lesnar's going to kill kill uh, AJ. <laughs> Look, you know, with Braun, they didn't even go 10 minutes, you know. AJ, they had him beat clean by Baron Corbin a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, beat clean by Finn, you know, before that, or, or after that, whenever, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, you know, they're not concerned about protecting AJ. Now... <laughs> <laughs> no, not. The, the WWE championship, are they going to have it just jobbed out like that? Yeah, I could see it. I mean, what if they pull gender out of that match? Cause they didn't want gender to get squashed. Mm, maybe I don't, I don't think that's it because just because so much has changed, it definitely seems like there's more to the story. We're going to be, we're going to, you know, try to be on it. We're going to be, oh, I mean, we'll try to be on it. Anything that we do find out or anything that comes out, uh, you know,
0: yeah, who knows what what's going to happen? I mean, we have still got a week and a half to go.
1: Yeah, but it looks like you know it seemed like the obvious spot to put gender would be on Team SmackDown, and then this morning we find out that John Cena, <laughs> John Cena. who was supposed to be the special referee for Gender versus, who was supposed Brock.
0: to be the free agent who was last seen on Monday Night Raw in a program against Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it I don't know. It's one of those things that things are changing so much. It's almost hard to get into the Survivor Series, but. At the same time, a lot of things are changing for the better. Yeah, you, you know, uh, like first of all, I think the Usos versus Seth and Dean is a much stronger match than the Usos versus Sheamus and well, sorrow But if it leads to the New this? Day versus the Shield, yeah, th- then that leads to an awesome match there. So and yeah, Usos versus up, Sheamus Uso's? and Cesaro will be awesome.
0: But what's up? Well, what last time was that a work or was that legit? I
1: don't know. I thought that was a work. Was it? Yeah, that's just a way to keep it building. Hmm. you
0: know sometimes
1: i think yeah, yeah i mean normally we we would have heard something if it wasn't i think it was just an angle i'm pretty sure
0: gotcha make uh benjamin and cable just look more ruthless
1: yeah i mean they're not going to do a finish right right off the bat this is yeah
0: but that was early in the match i don't know you know what i mean like well they were running
1: they were running out of time too um, i mean they, sh- they you know they were most of that match was the commercial break
0: Well, they fooled a lot of people because I saw on social last night, everyone was like, what's going on with this? Is he really hurt? What's happening?
1: That's that's the best way to do it.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, So yeah, man, last night opens up Shane McMahon in the ring, joined by the New Day, interrupted by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, leading to a match, Kofi Kingston versus Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston winning.
1: Yeah, you know, great opener. I think Owens and Sammy are entertaining as hell, but on the the pecking order, uh, Owens seems to be back to where he was before he head-butted Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he's more prominently featured, but he's kind of back to not really being protected uh, you could tell they're not building, a, you, you know, for a little bit. There, it looked like maybe they were going to do Triple H and Owens at WrestleMania, sure. but this is the season where you really start protecting the guys that's going to face Triple H. And I think, I think it's probably going to be Triple H and Kurt Angle. That's what I'm hearing. But um, yeah, it looks like Owens is just kind of back to, you know.
0: Yeah, it's weird they give this hot storyline with Sami Zayn after Hell in a Cell, and now they're they don't really have a Survivor Series storyline. They could play spoilers. In I'm sure they will. They, yeah, they'll be yeah, there for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah. It's weird when you have Kevin Owens essentially in a feud with Shane O'Mac still, and then Shane's feud is with Raw. Like Shane's not even paying attention to Kevin, you know? Yeah.
1: And then they're just getting beat left and right. You know, yeah. Owen's lost to Nakamura, Sammy's lost to Orton, and this week to, you know, Kofi Kingston. And, you know, if you're building the New Day versus the Shield, yeah, you want to give the New Day some wins, but sure. maybe not do it over like your hottest act right now, which is Owens and Sammy. Maybe have them beat somebody else. Yeah, man. Or in a non-title match.
0: Ty Dillinger was just hanging out backstage. He would have been happy to come out there. <laughs> right, yeah,
1: there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people you could beat. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, it's weird right now. SmackDown's a very, very weird show at the moment is because if you were to ask me week to week, like who are the stars of the show, it doesn't seem like that's a lot of who you're seeing and pushing, I mean, Jinder, like love him or hate him, right now they've definitely made him a main attraction. The fashion police, Owens and Zayn, uh Bobby Roode. But well, yeah, the, it's- big,
1: the biggest star on SmackDown from a name perspective is Randy Orton, and yeah. he's kind of like not doing anything. I mean, he was, you know, he's in the Survivor Series match, but he's not really in a a strong feud or anything. I mean, unless the Rusev thing, I guess. I don't. I don't even know if you could consider it going when. Orton's beaten him so convincingly
0: yeah and AJ Styles I feel like it's just been since they took the US title off of him he's just been lost in the shuffle and now great he's the champ again but I don't know last time that seemed to stall out as well and he doesn't even have Dean this time to go against so there's no hot feud I mean AJ versus Owens would be great but I don't think they're going to go that direction
1: yeah, unless you know, we'll ha- we'll we'll run down some theories on what's going on with Gender yeah. and, and AJ after this, because the
0: is What's going on with the WWE? It's what like, if it?
1: I mean, it could be just a way to shake up things at the top uh, sure. on SmackDown, like take the title off of Gender, have Gender regain it in India. You know, we we talked about that uh, last week. Um,
0: well, and here's the crazy part: next week, two more title matches. The women's titles on the line on SmackDown, and isn't the US title on the line for SmackDown next week also? Um,
1: what was it? Uh, it's definitely the women's title. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It was two, it's two title matches next week. Let me
0: double check. So survivor series could be an entirely different card even than it is today.
1: Yes, it could be, but I, yeah, I mean, it's not out of the question that, you know, they beat Natalia, you know, and Charlotte wins the belt. Charlotte I mean, why are Brexit? they doing this Great. match? Otherwise, why not yeah. wait until the pay-per-view?
0: Charlotte versus Alexa would be great, although you have a similar height problem that you have to AJ versus Brock. I think Charlotte and Alexa a little kind of mismatched.
1: Yeah, by doing sense. all these changes, you're not building, you're not having a build to any of these matches, you know? Like there's things you can do even with them being on separate brands. Like you could do the split screen stuff that they do like in UFC to build a fight, you know, with mm-hmm. the the two champions going back and forth. Um they, they're not doing any of that and you're if they do change that belt, people that only watch Raw are not even going to know that you know that match, or those have two even, matches. I can't see Sin Cara beating Baron Corbin, but uh.
0: <laughs> Sin Cara versus the Miz, Raj—it's a <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime dream match. Yeah. We've been waiting for it. They're giving it away at Survivor Series. They right. should be, you know, waiting for Mania. Um, have you? Have people been forwarding you these WWE Fan Council surveys?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been getting them.
0: They se- seem like they sent out a lot of them about what you thought of Hell in a Cell, what you thought of SmackDown storylines, a lot of stuff about what do you think about Survivor Series. I haven't you- checked
1: out the latest one. The last one I checked out was the one that had the questions about GFW and and.
0: Oh no, there have been a couple since one. Uh, was about yeah, was about Survivor Series. What are you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. You know, but just I mean, also like ranking your interest in each individual match, and I'm sure. You know i mean i fill them out honestly i always say they, they're gonna rue the day that they put me on the fan council because i give them my honest <laughs> opinion um but the last couple ones one was about like komen about susan g komen and their partnership with them and then one was about um it's about like gambling and like do you play the lottery and like other sort of i think it was like a licensing thing but with survivor series they wanted to know a lot about how you feel about specific matches my guess is as the card was originally announced most people were not that excited for survivor series
1: um. Yeah. Probably. But honestly, what different? Yeah. I mean, I it is good to make the card as strong as possible. If if you want it to be one of your big four, one of your t- four tentpole events, you definitely want to throw everything at it.
0: Especially um, if there's going to be less pay per views next year.
1: But like, why not do it earlier so you could build these matches better? You know.
0: The WWE is not really known for planning ahead and playing the long game when it comes to story. And that works both ways, right? To an extent,
1: you know, unless they still do Roman and Brock, Brock which has been planned yeah. for a year at Mania.
0: Wasn't that supposed <laughs> to be the plan? I mean, but with like Roman Reigns is a little different. I feel like Roman Reigns is the only one that they have a multi-year plan for. Um, everything else seems like it's, well, what does Vince feel like? that? You know, or creative had this idea all right oh sorry guys it turns out the (laughs) emelina thing's not gonna work let's scrap it um (laughs) you know so i don't know man uh but yeah it's just a weird time right now with smackdown i feel like i have no clue what's going on um but unpredictable can be good um man i just i I miss talking smack i miss having some additional context for this because i feel like they could be having some good conversations about all this but last night rusev versus randy orton um I will say, Raj, that moment happened last night when Aiden English was out there during the Rusev singing introduction. Remember, we talk about those cringe moments when someone that's not a wrestling fan is in the room during a segment? And well, that was one.
1: All right, guys, real quick. Okay. Um, so, yeah, obviously, there's people speculating that um, gender losing was a, an injury or a wellness violation, mm-hmm. uh, wellness policy violation. So, gender posted this on Instagram just uh, today. This this morning moments ago, moments ago to AJ Styles. You are the better man for one night, six months. I held the WWE championship, defended it countless times all over the world. I'll once one day raise the title again to my haters and wrestling insiders. This was not an experiment. I'm not injured. I have not violated the wellness policy. So keep throwing shade my way. It only motivates me. So, um, that's (laughs) that's <laughs> so i i mean I, he wouldn't be writing that if sure if it was any of that so
0: what but like think about the last time a champion had to explain a defeat as saying like guys this wasn't to cover for something else well to say, i legitimately lost
1: well when it's changed within a day you know obviously it, it raises red flags so uh, I it would have done it for anyone if Brock Lesnar, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, he's wrestling on Raw Monday, and then he loses the title, uh, you know, whoever it is, when it's that quick of a decision, it's going to
0: Brock would have just released a statement saying, everyone can't deal with what a jacked white boy I am. You know, <laughs> right, you just
1: right, get yeah. over it. No, Brock wouldn't care, but...
0: Uh... <laughs> Brock would not care. <laughs> awesome. Um. So last night, Aiden English, singing intro Rusev. was waiting for that to end. I had well, someone who's a fan. I love wrestling it. So. <laughs> but I have someone not a wrestling fan in the room for that.
1: Oh, gotcha. So just
0: give me that look like this is what you have to be home to watch every week. <laughs> like, this is why you can't. This is why I had to come to you. Is because yeah. you couldn't leave because of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh hit or miss, folks, week to week. Uh, but Rusev versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton picking up the win. How's this feud help Rusev?
1: It doesn't it does not well the feud that they're going to after survivor series is new day versus aiden english and rusev okay uh, so so i think they're just treading water until after survivor series because they need to you know make the new day strong if they're facing the shield and again they haven't officially announced the shield versus new day and if somehow but you got to figure roman's cleared if he's coming back on monday he, he's not getting checked out there so
0: um yeah yeah um Battle of the sexes last night. Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth. An intergender match uh, with... Uh, or mixed gender match with uh, some contact. This was not as soft as people thought it was going to be. When was Ellsworth's last match? Uh, when he went for the championship against uh, AJ Styles.
1: That was like uh, a year ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I want to say. I I don't think he's wrestled anything since then, has he?
1: I don't think so. Um, Ellsworth's trying to you know do some recycled andy kaufman stuff here duh it, Which... just, it just came across as so forced and <laughs> hell's worth you were
0: no andy kaufman you're, you're no andy jim kaufman Car- <laughs> you're not even jim carrey doing andy kaufman
1: yeah i i was interested to see how they're you know i how they were going to let this match go being in the PG era they don't allow man on women violence now um and they didn't really have it but they went a long time um yeah so i was kind of surprised by that you know the 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 most hurtful thing Ellsworth did was, you know, the pushes to Becky that sent her out of the ring. But yeah, um,
0: that was more than I expected. But, uh, man, I tweeted this last night. This is Becky's first feud in. I mean, this is her only feud this year. This is her only feud since Electra Bliss. I mean, I really don't count her and Mickey James. that never really got going. But yeah, for Becky, this is this has been it. Becky and Ellsworth.
1: And it's over, <laughs> apparently.
0: Oh, I'm sure there'll be a rematch.
1: They could have done it. They out of take... three falls match. Yeah, we'll have to speculate what the December paper is.
0: 60-minute iron person match.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. But I think it's it's bad when you present Ellsworth as a joke and it takes <laughs> Becky that, that <laughs> long to beat her, to beat him, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, good for Becky, right? I mean, uh, she's... <sighs> she has now inherited uh now that Sami Zayn at least is in something becky is the one that is massively over with the fans that's just being slept on by creative but i'm sure in creative's mind this is a, like a big opportunity for her
1: so, yeah yeah you know?
0: sure tamina would have killed for this opportunity
1: yeah but it, sh- it should have been like a two-minute match um but regardless they had they need to you know especially when it- you have plenty of time i mean you, you have plenty of other segments that could use the time so um, there's no need for it to really go this long, but regardless, whatever it was. Yeah, I thought this whole episode of SmackDown was fun to watch, but nothing really stuck other than yeah. obviously AJ and Jinder.
0: And um, so Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable.
1: Wait, wait, did you skip yeah. over the bludgeon brothers promo?
0: Oh, did I? Shh, Glenn. Legend I brothers. Try, I try not to pay too close of attention during those promos. the the, the non wrestling fan was still in the room at that point. And again, I got another. <laughs> if you vote. like, switch
1: the channel real quick. When I, I seriously
0: wanted to <laughs> because it was just like, uh, like I swear to God, this is not indicative of pro wrestling or the WWE.
1: I hope it's something that's supposed to be campy, cheesy. Because if if it's supposed to be scary or <laughs> uh, intimidating, it's not working.
0: No, no, it is not. It's very throwback. to to a bygone era It's very
1: south southpaw
0: yeah it's it's very (laughs) oh man so uh the usos they
1: had the women out there real quick charlotte and we'll talk a little bit about the rick flair documentary but charlotte she was so larger than life as a heel on raw and she just just blends in kind of with everyone out there it's just kind of a. I, I hope they can get her going again and maybe maybe next week they do
0: well, this part of the problem is that SmackDown ha- doesn't do individual women's storylines. I mean, yeah. th- it's yeah, the division, you know, it's it's my, I mean, to, to the casual fan watching, it's you'd think that the SmackDown women's division was a group like the Spice Girls. Yeah, that they always travel together. They always perform together in matches.
1: Yeah, the one week where one of the women has uh, a singles match, it's against a man, and all the women are just pumped are out there. on the outside anyway.
0: So really, it should just be a <laughs> faction. They, in fact, they should do nothing but mixed-gender matches and just have yeah. the women's division like taking on the men's division one at right. a time.
1: Yeah, it's like the TNAX division back in the day, where it's the same group of guys wrestling each other in multi-person matches.
0: Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, especially now that Raw is actually doing a good job with separating its women's storylines. Yeah. Um. So, the Usos that probably was a work could have been a real injury. Who knows? Pretty positive
1: it was a work. Pretty positive. I think positive the Usos Usos are working today. So. Um, oh,
0: well, there you go. On on a Wednesday.
1: Yeah, they they got they're still overseas. They got their oh, tour wow. still for the rest of the week.
0: Wow, that's crazy. So Raw, we all got to come back. Um. So, Benjamin and Gable won by count out, and uh, we will see. We will see where that goes post-survivor series
1: yeah so today do you say raw got to come back
0: well i'm assuming because Heath Slater was uh
1: no so some people got to come back um but they switched the lineups because of you know roman reigns and all the stuff going on um so heath you know some people got brought back uh, after raw monday night Mm. and heath was one of them but yeah raw is actually in germany tonight oh nice or today so that show is going to start soon uh, while smackdown is in leeds england
0: there you have it, and so we should know. We should have it confirmed beyond the shadow of a doubt within a few hours. What's up with the Usos? Although they could keep him off a live event to keep kayfabe. I don't think they'll do that. Yeah. They don't
1: care that much. If he <laughs> if he doesn't show up, he's you know, he's really injured. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Nothing is sacred anymore. No. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah, especially
1: oh, these th- overseas events. You know, they're really trying to keep the the advertised talent. You know, uh,
0: there. Well, those are huge, right? I mean, the WWE goes overseas maybe twice a year. Right. Yeah. So you
1: got Triple H wrestling, Kurt Angle wrestling. Kurt Angle wrestled his first WWE live event yesterday. Wow. Uh, teaming with The Shield. So, yeah.
0: So uh, did you see the promo for Damnation with Luke Harper? Last yeah. Time?
1: So yeah, the same pro- show where you're trying to present him as this scary horror, horror movie villain. And then you have him talking about his role on Damnation. It's a disconnect. But know? I like
0: how the, even though Damnation takes place hundred and some odd years ago, Luke Harper looks exactly the same, dressed exactly the same. <laughs> like there's no difference. Yeah. You know,
1: Luke Harper has a cool look. I wish they'd do something with them. They're, they're just wasting them.
0: You know, we'll see. I'll actually tune into damnation. I'm curious about the show because they promoted the hell out of it. Uh, yeah, but the
1: promos look cool, but I can't, I can't add another show to my lineup. I know.
0: They didn't get me with <laughs> queen of the south, even with that rap video they were using to promote it. So, but maybe, maybe yeah. damnation. We'll work in. Um, oh, by the way, thanks to everyone on Twitter the other night. Uh, Chris retweeted me on the Wrestling Inc. feed about cord cutters and what they're using to watch WWE. So I'm officially cutting the cord this weekend. And I think, Raj, you're using P- uh, PlayStation View, right?
1: Yeah, I actually have to use two because PlayStation View in Colorado, they showed the raw West Coast feed. So it's three hours later.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's annoying as hell. So, yeah, if you go to PlayStation View, you're going to get the West Coast feed.
0: Okay, well, that's is that goes. what, so you're what think,
1: you Is that what you were thinking of?
0: I was contemplating what. It, what are you using for uh, the East Coast feed?
1: So I do PlayStation Live for pretty much everything. Okay, and then Sling TV shows the actual East Coast feed. I don't know if they'll do it if you live in California. You you so tr- do those trials before you yeah. switch.
0: Okay, I will check that out this week. Got to get yeah. got to get rid of Comcast for TV, man.
1: Just yeah, I mean, I, see, that's the thing now when you're talking about cord cutting, because um, it's still. Technically, kind of like cable, but you're watching it all because it's live cable channels. It's not like you're watching specific things. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it is. You're not going through the traditional realm of count, cal- you know, cable or, or satellite.
0: So you know what it is. I can
1: it's- see that taking off huge.
0: I was thinking about it, where I was like, oh, it's only twenty bucks extra to get TV with the internet service through Comcast. But then that's all those hidden fees that you get the broadcast carriage, oh, yeah. through, the DVR fee. That's where all the hidden fees go is in the live TV portion. Yep. And, and like, we, you know, we
1: have five TVs in our house and we had direct TV. And so each of those, you know, uh, each of those genies cost extra and then all the fees and every year you have to threaten to cancel to get a new promotion.
0: Uh, yeah. It's just, it's absurd. So I'm thinking about, so maybe I'll go with a uh, sling then because I just, I got to do something with this. I just want to be nimble because you know, Hey, look, 4k streaming is probably going to start to roll out in the next year. I don't want to be beholden to one two-year contract given where we're at with technology
1: yep just uh just check it out first but yeah you know, no i definitely will and direct tv now they might have usa network the the live no, version That's
0: good to know yeah because comcast i can get the east coast feed online um but yeah i'm streaming streaming comcast which is kind of a funny roundabout way to go yeah, so
1: our old uh sean ross sap asking how is the fee how is playstation view outside of the west coast feed stuff i think it's great um <laughs> Wait, i did sean uh,
0: just text you to ask <laughs>
1: yeah he's watching hey, the podcast sean. Yeah, so Sean, it's great. I I watch everything NFL Network. If you're a football fan, pretty much everything is on there. So, and you get local channels. The only one that's not on there for us is uh, ABC. But you know that stuff's on demand anyway. So,
0: yeah. Well, I'll figure it out to make sure that it does not interrupt my podcast schedule. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, speaking of which, you know, I would have opened the top of the show with this otherwise, but oh my god, Matt Morgan won last night.
1: Matt Morgan, congrats! Yeah, congrats. our own Matt Morgan. Yeah, um, yeah, it's huge.
0: Yeah, Mont- definitely.
1: Wood City Commissioner, Is
0: Commissioner, Commissioner Morgan. Like Commissioner, Commissioner Morgan. Morgan, different.
1: So adding another thing that he needs to do. So yeah, been, no, I saw that last week. He wasn't busy before.
0: Uh, but no, that's great props to him, man. I mean, he really, really worked hard for this knocking on doors, doing a ton of media. He wanted big. And, 50, yeah.
1: He had 58, 59% of the vote. Yeah,
0: that's decisive, man, for Longwood, Florida. So that's awesome. Congrats to him. And uh, we'll we'll get the lowdown on what that means from him, I'm sure, uh, Monday night yep. on Wrestling Inc. Um, but let's talk about the other the other surprising victory last night. Second only to Matt Morgan.
1: And, and, re- and he also tweeted about it. Said what goes around does actually come ar- back around in politics. Yeah. Who knew? We shocked the world.
0: Yes. Even more so than AJ Styles defeating Jinder Mahal last night.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Oh, man. So we talked about it earlier. I mean, look, the match was actually really good. I thought this was.
1: So where are we yeah, at now, right now? We're, we're at, at AJ.
0: The, yeah, we're at AJ and Jinder.
1: Jinder's best WWE match ever.
0: Yeah. Right? I can't
1: think of anything that's been better.
0: It was good, man. It's good. I like how uh, the interference and stuff, love Jinder turning on the Sing Brothers after. Uh, Did they show that? Um, yeah. Well, he uh, beat him down on the ramp a little bit.
1: Okay. I, I didn't. I, I must have missed that part when I was watching it, but I saw it afterwards. Um, people sent me that video. So I didn't know if that was off camera.
0: I but was yeah. The TV. Yeah.
1: But he, he kind of smacks them around when they lose anyway. So I don't think that means anything.
0: That's true. It's a very, very codependent, weird relationship they have. <laughs>
1: yeah. you know? they're, they're his James Ellsworth. So <laughs> Yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs> um, no, it's crazy, man. So that happened last night. Now it's going to be AJ versus Brock. They had the graphics up. I mean, I don't think this is changing back on the next SmackDown. In fact, here's the thought. Maybe Jinder interferes with this match somehow so we do not have a conclusive victor between Brock and AJ.
1: Could, um, kind
0: of protects AJ if that's how AJ loses, the Jinder well, gets his revenge.
1: Well, let's uh, let's yeah, it could be. Let's we'll we'll talk our theories when we're done with uh, SmackDown.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that was, that was the last segment.
1: Okay, well, hey, let's let's <laughs> jump into it. Uh, but first off, uh, really good match. You know, for AJ it was a really good match. Or uh, you know, AJ you know, has them all the time. Jinder I thought it was the best match of his career. And this was what I was saying from the beginning. Like if if they would have pushed him starting slow and maybe build up to working with AJ and Mm -hmm. get that experience before pushing him to the top, fans would have bought into that more. And I'm not saying he's done this, you know, for Irv. Um, You know, this could be, like we said, um, this could be a way that they don't want to squash him uh, by Brock. And they felt it was okay to just, you know, squash AJ. Uh, if it's not a wellness thing like he's saying and it's not an injury um, then yeah it could be that it could be that uh, they just wanted to shake things up at the top and gender wins it back at the December pay-per-view or um, you know they just felt like gender at the top wasn't working it seems like it would be odd to do it weeks away from when they're going to India um, to just pull the plug like that so I don't think that's it but um, you could could always win it back there could always win it back there. I mean, that would be a big story, and and that definitely could be it. Because uh, the India tour is December 8th and 9th. And let me see. When's the next WWE pay-per-view? When's Clash of Champions? That's mid-December, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's like, uh, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's basically mid-December.
1: Yeah, to, um, December 17th, so it's after the tour of India. So it's not like Jinder could win it back and defend it. Oh, no, but he can't win it in India if he's facing Kevin Owens.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You're right.
1: So maybe he wins it back before they go to India. It just seems weird that they would pull the plug when it really doesn't matter on subscriptions, as it's shown. I don't see AJ versus Brock getting more... making a difference with people watching the Survivor Series and, you know, Brock and Jinder. Because we've seen, like, the last quarter the growth in subscriptions was the same as the year before, even though they had like, you know, the big fatal four way at SummerSlam and Brock versus Strowman, Brock versus Samoa Joe. So anyway.
0: Yeah. Oh man, so much, so much could change given this speaking of which, isn't it weird? I I don't know about you. I was was reading something online. Somebody posted about the last time the WWE titles changed hands on TV it's funny that two back-to-back nights, because it had been about almost half a year since it happened.
1: When was the last time that the WWE title changed hands and it wasn't live?
0: Yeah. And this was apparently, they were saying the first time it's happened overseas.
1: Overseas, yeah. But um, the first time that it wasn't live, I, I can't even remember the last time. I mean, I'm thinking you had Diesel when he beat Bob Backlund. That was like 95 um so it's been a while
0: yeah anything can happen and hey the uk fans you're not going to get a pay per view but you got a title change
1: yeah yeah and one that when the tour started no one saw that coming
0: yeah i mean this literally changes everything in the in the lead up to um survivor series so man that and cena cena's on team smackdown Tina's team SmackDown. So another big
1: change they never announced. So, you know, lucky for them, they never announced Cena as a special referee. Um, so yeah, that completely changed, you know, stuff at the top. So Cena was supposed to be the referee for Jinder versus Lesnar. And I think everyone assumed that something would happen there that would lead to Jinder and Cena at WrestleMania. Um, who knows now? It's kind of cool. Not knowing that everything's in chaos. Cause <laughs> you know, it's not so predictable. So it's kind of awesome. It's
0: true. It is um, not predictable. So we'll, we'll see, man. Um, crazy time. Crazy time right now. Who wins that match? Now, Well, with a, with a, uh, oh, Raw versus Smackdown. versus SmackDown. I think maybe that's, maybe Brock gets the win over AJ and team SmackDown wins over raw.
1: Yeah. You, I can't fathom AJ beating Brock. So, and if they have Raw beat SmackDown on top of that, even if SmackDown wins the rest of the matches that night, which I, I doubt it, I'm sure the Shield will beat the New Day. Um, but they've kind of said, like, if if Raw loses, Kurt Angle, you know, is getting fired pretty much.
0: Oh, that's true. Well, but, but then again,
1: that could be a step in the storyline with Triple H.
0: Yeah. Cena versus, I mean, in the teams, what I'm really interested in seeing that five on five is Cena versus Braun.
1: Yeah, they did that on TV, remember? Yeah. In a throwaway match, but
0: I know, which is amazing cuz that could have been every but that was that is I think going to be the big face-off of this I I
1: match. I think Cena and Angle will be the big face-off. Yeah. yeah. You know, like uh Cena's first TV match was with Kurt Angle.
0: Actually, I kind of like to see Nakamura and Braun. That would be
1: Yeah. I That'd don't know. Good. I don't I don't know about that dynamic. I think Braun would just throw him around.
0: See, I think Nakamura could tell a really good story with that.
1: If That's they amazing. had a feud. But I think with how they're pushing Braun right now as this monster, I don't think they'd give Nakamura yeah. much. Actually, but you know I, I, I agree.
0: Well, you know what it reminds me of is think about all the, the great 80s martial arts exploitation films of our time. And you would see that. You would see the, the fighting master who is smaller and nimble come up against the big like brawler type guy and i always love those segments in the movies where he does the thing where he like hits them and the guy doesn't react and then he's got to find a way to sort of outsmart him in the ring i think nakamura and braun could have that dynamic
1: yeah um okay uh sorry yeah. One second. I, I, I just gotta update something but keep going
0: oh is, is there a, is there is there an impact wrestling conference call
1: uh no not <laughs> today not today they, they had it last saturday with alberto which which i uh, was uh interesting
0: yeah man we, we
1: discussed it's... it on monday's podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: this is just i mean just a fun time in the business right now given how everything is, is sort of up in the air right i mean you got jericho wrestling in japan you've got impact having to pay people to to attend events um you've got the wwe scrambling and changing that and what's funny about this is it's not like roman is going to be out still which which would have been the cover for the, like oh we got to rebuild survivor series roman's not going to be there We're missing part of the roster. It's like, no, Roman's going to be back, and we're still redoing the whole thing 10 days out.
1: Yeah.
0: It's unpredictable, man, which is good. Yeah. You know, better than that feeling of inevitability. I uh, did not I, watch the ESPN 30 for 30 on Rick Flair last night. Did you uh, check that out?
1: I did. Well, one thing that I wonder if WWE with how, um, how much buzz TLC got with Kurt Angle being added at the last minute, maybe they're like, hey, maybe it was just chaos and, and that might help Survivor Series, you know, the hype Yeah, hyper the, the Survivor idea Series. You never is, know. Right. As opposed to just sticking with a, a static state heading into the show. So. Especially
0: with this idea of less pay-per-views next year, so
1: I don't know if that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Dave is just Dave Meltzer reported, uh, you know, mentioned it on Wrestling Observer Radio. I think he's just misremembering that there was only one pay-per-view per per month until June this year as well, because he said through May, and um, this month we only had three months with two branded pay-per-views. I I mean, we had two pay-per-views in April, but one was WrestleMania and the other was a a Raw show. But um, yeah, payback. Yeah, so we had six, six Raw, six SmackDown, four co-branded. I'm guessing it's going to be the same next year.
0: <sighs> those, well, those dual month pay-per-views. Those brutal. It seemed like they all happened right in a row. So it seemed like from May until SummerSlam, we just had boom, 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 boom.
1: Yeah. I, well, the one thing I could see them doing, because they had two pay-per-views in June, two pay-per-views in July. I could see them cutting that down to one in June and one in July with Raw getting one, SmackDown getting the out other. Kids
0: school, man kids love to spend money on pay cable special events.
1: Right, but I think they're in the uh in the red with these.
0: Which um, makes sense now that we don't have the cable. This isn't like the days of in your house where it's like we just got to keep doing this. Right.
1: If it's not adding subscribers then why do it? You know, yeah. it's just diluting uh <laughs> the show, so but you know this was <laughs> You know, when everything unraveled with the last brand extension, it was, a, it was a slow process, but one of the first things was, you know, them cutting down on pay-per-views and then them going back to having all the pay-per-views with both brands. So we'll see if that's the next step.
0: Mm. I mean, they're making, again, most profitable quarter. It yeah. seems like this austerity era with the brand splits working.
1: Yeah, for now. For, for now, for sure, you know, uh, but they're weakening SmackDown by the month. And uh, they keep weakening it. People are going to stop going to those shows. And, uh, you know, they don't have to worry about pay-per-view numbers that much now, but people stop going to the live events. You know, it's, uh, that's the next step to making changes again.
0: And when we look back, we will say it all began to, to go down when they canceled Talking Smack. <laughs> that was that was the domino.
1: That's been going, in a, in a sense, popularity-wise, it's been going down a lot longer than that.
0: But with SmackDown, I'm telling you, I really feel like that was a big part of the key to Smackdown's initial success. It g- gave the brand its own identity that it, it kind of still has, like it's coasting on that, but it's not the same.
1: Smackdown just doesn't have any stars anymore. Like when they first did the brand extension, they had Cena come over totally. and then and you had Dean Ambrose and uh who was the champion. And so in theory it was it was it was close to balanced at the top and now it's not not anywhere near close.
0: Yeah. But it made you more invested in the people they had. I think Alexa I, Blitz, I totally agree.
1: I think you know. that's one of the reasons why people favored SmackDown so much online was because it, it, that that show helped get the characters more over, and 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 some of the most entertaining stuff of the night, you know, on those Tuesday nights would be on that show.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's different now. So we'll see. We'll see what happens post Survivor Series and uh, with 2018 plans. So, how was the Ric Flair doc last night?
1: Ah, uh, so I thought uh, it was very entertaining. Um, I think if you're a fan of Ric Flair, there's not going to be too much in there that you don't know. Um, but when it's all put together, uh, Chris mentioned this on Twitter uh, on our Twitter last night, but you could make this a, a six episode miniseries just cause there's so much in his career that oh, yeah. you just feel yeah. like it just scratches the surface almost. But, um, but yeah, it, I mean, the stuff with Reed is really sad. Um, uh, but it, it's, it's an easy watch. It flies by, um, the things that I thought were interesting um, was flair talking about how he so flair mentioned he was adopted. That was one thing I always forgot about that flair was adopted. Didn't know his birth mother. Uh, His parents didn't tell him till he was 10, but you know, he said he didn't care when he found out. Um, He talked about almost going to WWF in 86 and 88. I remember in 1988, they wanted to put him against Randy Savage at SummerSlam 88. They wanted that main event, but it didn't work out. Uh, 86. I'm, Totally forgetting about. I don't know if that's WrestleMania two. They wanted him with with Hogan. So
0: yeah, that would have been at WrestleMania two.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, he was talking about how he throws his work punches, and he hung a string from the ceiling, and so he would punch at that string for three years until he would miss. You know, until he's missing the string completely. So he wanted to make sure that you know get as close as you can without hitting the string. So I thought yeah. that was a really cool thing, but it, it, definitely check it out. It's 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 awesome i thought
0: now i'm looking forward to watching it after smackdown last night uh i even missed your text about matt i'd seen that earlier i was such an old man last night i think i went to bed at like quarter to eight last night i was like i just need to go to sleep right now yeah uh but now i'm gonna try and check out the rick flair doc uh this week
1: yeah
0: cool man Hell of a podcast today! Thanks to Heath a lot Slater of stuff. Thanks, Heath Slater.
1: Us. Yeah, that was that was awesome. He's a great guest. Heath Check Slater
0: that. is exactly how I thought he would be, and that warms
1: <laughs> my heart. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, no, he's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, man, uh, cool. So yeah, face to face, face the number two face wrestling, dot and uh, we'll be back Monday night, hopefully with Mister Matt Morgan, uh, Longwood uh, Commissioner Elector. Uh, yeah, uh, Commissioner Elect Matt Morgan, because yeah. I don't believe he's taken the office yet. Uh, Monday to talk about Monday Night Raw, the Go Home for Survivor series. Raj, what should people look for on the site in the coming days?
1: Uh, we, had, uh, we had exclusive interviews lately with Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, um, Lanny Pafo. Uh, more stuff from the conference call with Alberto El Patron, The questions that I asked him uh, regarding uh, Jeff Jarrett leaving Impact, uh, Paige's WWE training, he answered that. Uh, we posted that yesterday. Uh, just tons of stuff, So you know, it's been a just crazy busy week. So it's going to stay like that. I mean, I think we've had like a hundred articles just
0: in the last three days. Awesome, man. Stay tuned to wrestling Inc. for all the latest. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter under my name and we'll see you back here folks next week on the wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.